Thanks for listening to Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. In the 2019 job market, chances are you're familiar with the term ghosting. We've previously had an episode where we discussed the dangers of ghosting an employer during your job search and the negative impact it can have on your career. Today, we're going to take a different approach and talk about what to do when you're the one being ghosted by a company. At some point in the job search, we've all experienced a time where we land an interview, do all the necessary preparation, show up and feel like we've nailed it, only to be in the dark weeks later. Luckily, there are some ways to prevent this from happening to you, or to most effectively deal with it if it does. In this episode, I'm joined by Orion's Southeast Recruiting Manager, Mike Wood, to discuss his thoughts on the ghosting trend and tips for keeping open communication with a company you are interested in to hopefully prevent it from happening to you. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for a future podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I'm always looking for guests to share their transition story or success in their post-military careers. If you're interested in participating, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Mike, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Megan, thanks for having me on. I hope everything's going well on your end. Yeah, definitely. And of course, I'm always happy to have you on. You've been on before, um, so some of our listeners may have heard you on past episodes, but can you just give us a quick overview of your background and what you do here at Orion? Sure. So my name's Mike Wood, Southeast Recruiting Manager here at Orion Talent. I served for seven years in the Marine Corps on the officer side of the house. We got out in 2007. I've been here for the past 12 years in a variety of recruiting roles and and more recently in the Southeast Recruiting Manager role. Awesome. So today we're going to talk a little bit about ghosting. And we've actually done a podcast about this already, kind of from a candidate perspective, um, I guess more of just a like, don't do this type of thing and what you should do instead. But I'm sure many candidates can attest to the fact that they're also being ghosted by employers. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit and see what your experience has been with that. And if you've heard that from, you know, many of the candidates now, because obviously today's landscape is a little bit different where it is very competitive. There's a lot of people on the market right now. So just wanted to see if you've heard anything about this. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. And it's really, in my opinion, more of a window into our society and not just about the job search as a whole. People are ghosting each other in a variety of different situations. So uh, candidates have complained about it for years because they'll apply to a position and they won't hear back they'll perceive that as ghosting. You know, maybe that's the case, but uh, of course, you know, maybe their resume wasn't the right fit or maybe the company hasn't closed the application window. So really what become, becomes even more frustrating is when you've had an interview with a company and then you don't hear back that feedback. And uh, unfortunately that does still occur to include sometimes with Orion. We'll speak with companies and uh, have a relationship going and then maybe something's changed and then uh, we don't hear back from them. So ghosting is definitely going on on both sides, both the company and the candidate. That's a good point that you bring up too, because sometimes it's hard to tell what is the line? What are we actually defining as ghosting? Because a lot of times, you know, a candidate might apply for a job and they might even do so through Orion and they'll get probably an automated email back. They may or may not hear from a recruiter depending on if they're a fit. Um, so most of the time we're talking about, you know, if it's after like the interview process. So if you go and then you don't hear back from them. But I think sometimes candidates maybe will think that they're being ghosted or that they haven't heard back when in reality, some of this is just the nature of the job search. You might not hear back right away, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're being ghosted. 
Right. Yeah. Just because you haven't heard back from a company in a week, or maybe you didn't hear back from your thank you email that you sent after an interview, uh, don't uh, don't consider that to be that you're out or that you're being ghosted. To use that term. Now, of course, you know at some point, you know if you haven't heard back, you know unfortunately maybe that's the case. You know we use that label of ghosting, but uh, but ultimately, you know don't get frustrated if it's taking that company a couple of weeks to go through their process. Maybe they don't have an update for you yet. They don't want to tell you, hey, hold on, we have another interview on Friday. You know, so that, that their response is do not respond. And then once that interview is completed, then give you that follow-up and give you that feedback. But, uh, but again, you know, just be patient is the key and uh, don't let it get, you know, you know frust don't get frustrated from it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, um, and of course, you know, with regard to Orion, follow up with us, our recruiting team, our sales team can at least give you the story behind the story. If we're in contact with that company to let you know what the timeline looks like and what to expect. Yeah, I think not taking it personally and then keeping in perspective that it is a job search. You probably have other options on the table, or if you're still in contact with your recruiter, they can present other options to you. So, you know, keeping in perspective, this is not the end all be all can kind of help to, you know, not cause you to just freak out like, oh, they're not, I'm never going to hear from them again. I'm never going to get this job. But what do you think in terms of if a candidate it does feel like they're getting ghosted and say they're really excited about a job, so maybe they don't want to just say, okay, well, there will be another one. Maybe they're really excited about this job. What do you think in terms of following up with the company? Like how much follow-up is too much follow-up? And I mean, you probably see this just on your end. Like I said before, sometimes a candidate applies on our website. They might not be a good fit for that role, so maybe they don't hear from you right away. So I'm sure in your experience, you get candidates that maybe are following up with you frustrated, like, hey, I haven't heard back from you guys. So what advice would you have there? Sure. Yeah. And that's something that we struggle with at times to try and balance. Well, would it be better to tell this individual that they're not a fit or would it be better to acknowledge their application and keep an, but keep an eye out? for better positions that match with them. And, you know, we've done it both ways. And, and sometimes it, it uh, it's better just to at least let you know, hey, you know, this position is not the right fit, but we'll keep an eye out for other roles. So uh, the feedback on that is always appreciated from a candidate as well. But as for your question, let's say they, they've applied, they've heard, you know, a phone interview, and, you know, they've sent a, a, a thank you email, and they, they want to follow up on that phone interview that they've had. That, that's probably the most applicable stage. You know, I would say that it's always appropriate to follow up a week after your interview. Maybe a quick email or a quick phone call to your recruiter just to check in and say, you know, hey, I had a great conversation last week. I'd like to hear more uh, about the next steps in the process, et cetera. Now, of course, if you don't hear back in that time frame, which, you know, may be the case, maybe that follow-up email you send does not get a reply. You know, you, you need to keep in mind that you have to stay positive and don't get frustrated. I did hear recently from a connection of mine on LinkedIn that, you know, LinkedIn's get frustrating them because they're seeing so many posts that are negative. People that are frustrated that, you know, they're struggling in the job search or they haven't heard back. And, you know, that frustration, once you start putting it out there, whether it be in an email to that employer, you know, maybe, uh, you know, just a tone of, I'm surprised I haven't heard back yet. You know, that's going to be something they're going to recognize, and that's going to hurt your candidacy. So keep it positive. Maybe, you know, once a week you follow up to touch base. 
if it's been two, three weeks since your interview and you haven't heard back, I think at that point, you know, then you, uh, you maybe send a, a final email that says, hey, uh, I'm still interested in this role, but I'm going to continue to apply to other roles on your site. Please let me know if uh, you'd like to have another interview to discuss any of those positions. You know, basically acknowledging that hey, maybe this isn't the right fit, but I, I want to keep uh, the relationship strong with company X, whoever that may be, and, um, and follow up you know, on other roles that may be a more applicable fit. Just the main thing I would say is don't hound them, don't stalk them, you know, don't email every day, don't then chase them down on Facebook, LinkedIn, and every, <laughs> every resource. Once a week would probably be the most, and stay positive, because if you, uh, if you show any negativity, that'll be held against you. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up, because I think, you know, there are a variety of now that ghosting is, like you said, not even just in the job search, it's just kind of like a thing with our culture now that you hear about ghosting in so many different realms of, in, you know, different contexts. But um, that's one thing that I saw when I was looking at some of these articles is that some people will get, like, very negative about it and take to social media or to kind of send even maybe potentially an email to the employer and say, something about how they're disappointed they haven't heard back and don't worry, I'm going to find something else type of thing. It just, right. while you might want to do that, it's better to just vent to someone who's vent somebody in person or, you know, with your significant other or co or something like that. Don't do it with online or anywhere where say it's not going to potentially negatively affect you at that position because maybe you weren't realistically really in the running for that position anyway it could hinder your future job search. So if you are interviewing with another company, and of course companies are always checking your online presence, the last thing you want is for them to see that you're posting negative things about other employers online. Yep, exactly. And that's extremely important to keep that, uh, that professionalism at all times. Yeah, for sure. So one thing I do want to ask you, though, about following up, if if I'm following up, if I feel like maybe I'm at risk for being ghosted by an employer and I'm following up with them via email maybe once a week, is it ever appropriate to mention, hey, I've got these other jobs on the table or I might move forward? Um, would that be seen as like an ultimatum or do you think that could be effective? I think it really depends on what stage in the interview. Again, if um, if you're at the first interview, the phone interview stage, probably not because they're going to consider you know to have other you know interviews before they make you a job offer. At least for you know I would say most uh, management, supervisory, project management, sales roles, you know that that's going to be expected. But I do think that if you've had a face-to-face -face final interview, you know where the next step would be an offer. I think it's appropriate, uh, as I often hear from my uh, my wife, it's not in what you say, it's how you say it, right? So I think that mm -hmm. you have to communicate with uh, that employer, again, in that professional way that, you know, I'm really interested in your, your opportunity. I think that this is a great fit for my background. I do want to make you aware that I do have some other offers that are close to uh, that decision point, and I would love to uh, to be able to have uh, feedback from your your company before making that final decision. When do when would you expect to have that decision made? Something of that sort to uh, to make sure they know that you want to work for them. You're interested, but ultimately, I mean, you need to take a job. Sometimes you'll hear the employers tell you, "Yeah, we don't want to hold you back. You know, you need to take one of those offers." Well, 
you know, that may not be the answer you wanted to hear, but that also gives you a status on where you're at in that, uh, that interview process with that employer. But uh, if they are seriously interested in bringing you on board, they need that information in order to make sure that the bureaucracy of getting an offer approved or getting the paperwork done or whatever it is does not prevent them from getting the candidate that they want on their team. Mm -hmm. And I agree with what you said about communicating clearly. One of the articles that I saw online even gave an example of that, and it said, instead of asking, when do you plan to conduct a second round of interviews, instead, maybe you should ask, what is your deadline for scheduling the second round of interviews? And then if you don't really get a clear answer, maybe follow up with, or if they say a date, you could even ask, is that a firm deadline? And then you could also even ask a question like, are you going to let those who didn't make it to the second round know that they won't be moving forward? I mean, I feel like that's a reasonable thing to ask. Do you feel like that's getting too intrusive on their process or do you feel like that's okay as well? No, I absolutely think it's okay. Yeah, I would say that interviewing, and I tell folks this that come to our hiring conferences all the time, it's not always just in what you're saying and how well your answers are prepared. It's also in what the, the employer is hearing. How focused are they on what you're saying? Are they understanding what you're saying? So the more that you can make it clear and that you can ask those types of, you know, I would use a sales term and say closing questions, uh, the better, because it makes sure that by the time you leave that meeting, uh, you're on the same page. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we've seen too many situations where, there was a disconnect or just confusion along the way that uh, that resulted in you know something not working out the way that you know the two parties intended uh, just because they weren't on the same page you know after that interview. And I think that most employers, I, from a candidate's perspective, I'm sure there seems like there's this great divide between their end goal and their end goal and then the employer's end goal, but really. They have the end goal of finding a job. The employer has the end goal of finding the best candidate for it. And there really isn't that much of a gap between, but obviously the candidate doesn't, they're not really privy to all of the behind the scenes and all the paperwork and things that are going to need to be gone through, all the different applicants, things like that. So I think that they're, you know, while they might not know about all that, it might be easy to dismiss that and just wonder why they're not getting back to you. I think being a little bit more understanding of the process. And like we said earlier, just not taking it personally, try to communicate as much as you can and assume that they're going to understand where you're coming from. They obviously know that you do need a job. You're not going to stay unemployed. And so if it's an opportunity you're interested in and you've expressed your interest, it's really the best you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And let's say you do have a job. You're currently employed and you're just looking for the next job. Yeah, they the employer needs to understand, you know, things that are important to you as well, such as some folks want a, a longer turnover. They they can't leave in a two weeks notice. You know, hey, I'm available to start work in four weeks. All that type of little detailed information, you may not be able to get it all out during the interview process, but it's just important to to be clear on what the employer's sense of urgency is, what your sense of urgency is, where this situation is kind of taking you that way you know you know that if there's a if that employer tells you hey we don't have a big rush you know we're looking for the right candidate etc you can say something like that's okay i'm looking for the right job i've got you know a good job right now i need a four-week turnover regardless so you know knowing that the timeline is in sync you know gives you a little bit of that uh that comfort that you don't have to follow up every week you don't have to uh you know, to feel like you're being ghosted. You know, both parties mm -hmm. are trying to be deliberate about it. Of course, most people that I speak to are ready to make the move sooner rather than later. So I know that sense of urgency is higher, but 
being on the same page with the employer is probably the most important thing so you don't get offended if it takes them a couple of weeks to work out their process. Well, and I also think, you know, a lot of this conversation, the things that we've talked about, I think that a lot of these issues can be mitigated when you're working with a recruiting firm like Orion because it's really not going to be you that's having to follow up all the time. You know, the account management team's going to be following up the recruiters. So there are going to be people on the Orion side that are following up with the company so that you don't always feel like the squeaky wheel throughout the entire process. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll look for those uh, those opportunities, those valid reasons to follow up with an employer on your behalf, as well as, of course, on Orion's behalf to make sure that we're keeping that line of communication open. Yeah, definitely. So, Mike, I know we're coming up on um, a hard stop here, but one other thing that I did want to give you an opportunity to do was um, talk just to plug your um, Minute with Mike segment that we've been doing on LinkedIn in case there are any candidates that are interested in checking you out. There's us uh, just quick overview on what you're doing there and then how they can find it. Sure, yeah, thank you for that. And uh, something that we just started informally back in February because, you know, everybody likes to get the information different ways. So we've, uh, we've been doing a short video. Uh, we post it on LinkedIn every Tuesday. And in that video uh, so far, I've been covering some of the hot opportunities that we're recruiting for in that given week in the Southeast region. That said, you know, I can imagine that here over time that uh, we may expand that out, introduce you to some of the, the team members that we have here that may be working on a specific job opportunity so that you can get to know more about what's going on right now in the southeast region that I uh, am responsible for and who the point of contact are for those positions uh, just to help you with applying to the right jobs getting in contact and back to this topic of ghosting, developing a relationship with the recruiters at Orion so that uh, we have good lines of communication. We understand what you're looking for and you understand what we're working on. Very good, Mike. And they can connect with you on LinkedIn. I'm sure to see those videos or also follow the Orion Talent LinkedIn page. And then you can see those videos. You said every Tuesday, right? That's right. Every Tuesday, usually they're posted by noon. Very good. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.